your need-to-know cultural snapshot of Wisconsin and beyond. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max, a deep dive into all things intriguing, riveting, and entertaining. And now your host for the evening, here's Sandy Max. Welcome to this brand new show. I am excited about the show because you get to hear and experience culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and around the world. We call it What's on Tap. I am Sandy Max and I have natural curiosity about creativity and spent the past 10 years working at Milwaukee PBS hosting an Emmy Award winning TV show called The Arts Page. So it's been a joy to get to know some of our local artists and arts organizations through that project. And now together, you and I will meet more people in places that enrich and enliven our lives. And our vision is to bring you interviews, also interesting and impactful experiences. And on the show tonight, Grammy Award winning singer songwriter Grace Weber. She grew up in Milwaukee and a proud, pious grad. And uh, we're going to find out her part in kicking off the first ever Milwaukee Theater Week, a preview of To Kill a Mockingbird opening tonight at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. Vince Vetrano of Wisconsin's Morning News chatted with Canadian Music Hall of Famer Lorena McKinnett. She is in town performing at the Paps Theater tonight. And the song you need to hear tonight, it's a love letter to Milwaukee. We start What's on Tap by welcoming from Milwaukee Film Marketing Coordinator Robin Ehrlich. Welcome, Robin. Hi. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. I am so glad you could be here. And uh, what are we hearing here? That is the sweet sound of our uh, Milwaukee films, newly restored, but it's not new. It's from 1925. It's a Wurlitzer pipe organ, a theater organ that we have just finished installing in our theater, the Oriental Theater. And just in time, because tomorrow night is yeah. when everyone can enjoy that sound. In per- that was just a test clip. That wasn't even really what it's going to sound like. No, it sounds so much better in person. <laughs> it blew my mind. And it doesn't just make music. There's like sound effects, because it's what they really used when they were showing silent films in the 20s. So like if there's someone ringing a doorbell in the film, obviously you couldn't hear that on the film strip. So there's like a doorbell sound effect or like so many random sound effects that I can't even think of right now. Well, but before they were all on apps and we could just point something on the phone. This is a really physical experience. Who is going to come play this 1925 Wurlitzer organ tomorrow night at the Oriental. Yes, so we have a Wurlitzer extraordinaire. His name is Ron Rode. He's flown in from Arizona. He's been in the industry for 40 years, and he's going to be playing the live musical accompaniment to the 1923 silent film Safety Last, which we are showing alongside his musical accompaniment with the organ um, to celebrate the 100th anniversary of this really cool film. And you say cool. I mean, it is one of those iconic films. This is when you think of it's Harold Lloyd, you know, the little pork pie hat and the glasses where he's dangling off a skyscraper off of the hands of a the huge big, clock. Yes, the big clock. Daredevil. Yeah. It's like one of the most iconic <laughs> pieces of imagery from silent film, silent cinema. So it's just exciting that the Harold Lloyd estate was willing to uh give us grant us the usage of this really cool 35 millimeter film print and uh it's just going to be a really cool event that celebrates cinema well robin when you hear this music what does it make you feel for me it just makes me feel like i'm almost transported back in time it's like a time machine and i think that's 
part of like the magic of art, the magic of cinema. That's what we want people to feel when they step into the Oriental Theater, the big, beautiful mu uh, movie palace, we call it. Um, so I think that just it was the missing piece that we needed to really transport people back in time. That is a wonderful way to think. Of it. I wonder if people are going to dress up tomorrow. It is. It's it's kind of a fancy event. It's like cocktail attire. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, a little bit higher end of, on tickets. It's $200 a ticket for the fundraiser tomorrow because it's a fundraiser uh, benefiting Milwaukee Film. But we will have other events for the pipe organ for, that are a little bit more accessible, open to the public. So this isn't the only chance to see it in all its glory. It's but this just, is special. You get to be the first. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a five-year process. Who are some of the people on the team? Because this is a 100-year-old instrument delicate with all these bells and whistles and buttons that you're talking about what is that process like oh my gosh they have been working so hard so jeff weiler of jl weiler incorporated based in chicago he has been leading the restoration and installation he works with different theaters and um schools and churches and works with the restoration and like acquisition of these pipe organs he knows so much about the instruments. He's actually going to do a small presentation at the event tomorrow, just talking about the pipe organ's journey to the Oriental Theater. And um, his team is just the best of the best who all know, like, the intricacies of every single wire and how it needs to be tuned. And it's so much more complicated than I could have ever imagined. They it, Like, it's not just the organ. It needs to come out of different parts of the theater like the pipes are in all sorts of it's wild <laughs> it's fascinating it's the machinery of music yeah it surrounds you it's like engineering too it's it's a science it's great i can't i could not do it <laughs> well that's why we have jeff the specialist yes thank you jeff <laughs> milwaukee films marketing coordinator robin ehrlich thank you for visiting and sharing the story where should we go to get more information if you want to come to this fancy grand debut event with the Wurlitzer organ yes so tickets to this event are for sale on mkefilm.org slash mighty Wurlitzer um and you can just google Wurlitzer if you don't know how to spell <laughs> it it's a long word um or you can just go to mkefilm.org and it's on our homepage. and you can just check out whatever we're doing we're always showing really cool stuff <laughs> yes you are as a proud member of milwaukee film i can attest to that oh, thank you thank you for stopping by and being part of what's on tap have a grand debut tomorrow night and i'm telling you when you see a film from 1923 this is exactly how you were supposed to see it on the big screen in I this agree. way it's going to be magic so thank you so much robin Thank you. Have a great Thanks. event tomorrow. And uh, we're going to check in with Milwaukee native Grace Weber next on What's on Tap on WTMJ. You're listening to What's on Tap with Sammy Max on WTMJ. It is my pleasure to welcome to WTMJ's What's on Tap, a woman born and bred in Milwaukee and now making music all around the world. Please welcome Grammy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and producer, Grace Weber. Grace, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Super excited to be And uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me. You are part of the first ever Milwaukee Theater Week, kicking it off on Thursday night with a special concert at the Pabst Theater. Yeah, it's super exciting. Um, you know, Visit Milwaukee has been such an amazing supporter of me. They're actually sponsoring my tour, which is incredible. I've been having a lot of fun talking about Milwaukee at all my other stops on the tour, Atlanta, New York. I'm telling everybody to to go visit Milwaukee. Um, so it was definitely an honor for them to include me in 
Theater Week and to have this show be kicking off the week is just amazing. That's a really creative idea to have Visit Milwaukee sponsor a musician. I hadn't ever thought of that. That's a pretty smart thing to do. I know. You know, it's interesting. They came to me, um, you know, a few months ago and they said, we would love to sponsor your tour because I have a song that I wrote called 414, which is all about Milwaukee and how much I love the city. And they were like, you know, if you're going to be performing that in your set, it'd be really cool if you talk about Milwaukee, talk about how great it is, because it is. I mean, I wrote a whole song about it and, um, you know, encourage people to visit the city. And I was like, yeah, that's such a good idea. And I I thought the same thing, like, wow, how creative and unique. And I think that they are actually the first tourism bureau of any city to do this. So when you're hanging out backstage and people are now coming to your shows in all these different cities that you mentioned, And they say, all right, tell me really, though, why should I come to Milwaukee? What do you tell them? Well, I talk about the lake. I talk about how pretty the summers are. The winters can be tough, but also beautiful, especially if you've never seen snow, which some of my friends in in the southern parts of the world have never seen snow. (laughs) Um, And just, you know, Milwaukee is such a warm place, I think, and you know, visiting and going to the breweries, they're having cheese curds for the first time, or getting to go to a Bucks game, you know, that's also been a big selling point lately with Giannis and just how amazing the team is. I don't think people realize how fun it can be, especially in the summers on the lake. And I think that more and more, you know, in the same way that people visit the East Coast, like Nantucket, or they go to Seattle or places like that, I think Milwaukee is going to start becoming this destination place where people you know, when they want to hang out on a boat or watch sailboats on the on the lake, Milwaukee, I think will start becoming that that place. Now, how often do you get back to Milwaukee? I'm there almost once a month, every every couple months. Um, I run Grace Rovers Music Lab, which is, as you know, a program for um, Milwaukee area high school students, where we, uh, you know, help bring students together across the city create space for them to shine and be themselves and give them different music education opportunities that they wouldn't otherwise have. So I come back for that. Grace, that's family a there. big deal. I like that you're just like, hey, this is just something that I do and I'm back every month. But this is a big deal. The Music Lab, it's free. And for yep. kids to really explore if they've never rapped before or never played a, an instrument before, this really gives them creative license. And it's something you started. Yeah, that way back in 2017 was our kickoff. And I know you were there supporting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we it. featured it on the arts page on Milwaukee PBS. Mm-hmm. To know that that was a, an idea, I think, you know, a lot of ideas start off strong and then maybe peter out, especially since now you're traveling the world and you're living outside Milwaukee, but you still have this strong connection and a belief in growing young talent and young minds. Well, yeah, it was so important to me to, to really stay committed to the program. When I started it, it was something that I envisioned as a long-term thing for Milwaukee youth for as long as it can exist. One of the intentions for me was to partner with Radio Milwaukee as a way to make sure that the program did last, especially since Radio Milwaukee wants to be working with youth and they have the partnership with MPS that they've had for a long time. It just was the perfect fit. And I knew that partnering with them on this, you know, we can really make this a lasting thing. And it's really fun. Like, I really love it. And it's cool because I get to, you know, ask my friends in music from around the country to come 
worked with the students in Milwaukee, which is also cool because I have a friend, India Sean, who is signed to Epic Records and who just made this amazing album with Anderson Pack and all these incredible people. And she was down to come to Milwaukee and work with the students. And it was her first time in Milwaukee. She talked about how cool the city was and how surprised that she was. I think that's one of the coolest things that I hear from my musician friends is like, oh, wow, this is so cool. I didn't, I didn't realize the program exists because students need it and they want it. And so we just continue to create space for them to get what they need and, and be themselves. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of it. And, and I just love the team. Grammy Award winner Grace Weber of Wauwatosa, keeping your creative connection to Milwaukee with Music Lab. And as an official Visit Milwaukee cultural ambassador, you have a special concert Thursday to kick off the first ever Milwaukee Theater Week. I have questions about that event and who will be on stage with you. And maybe a Taylor Swift question. Back with Grace Weber and What's on Tap on WTMJ. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max. She grew up in Milwaukee, a Grammy Award winner, Grace Weber. She's chatting with us, and she has a new role at Visit Milwaukee as Visit Milwaukee's cultural ambassador. And you return regularly to Milwaukee for your Music Lab youth program, and you're back Thursday night for a special Milwaukee Theater Week kickoff concert. Grace, what can we expect when you're on stage Thursday night at the Paps Theater? Yeah, so it's going to be absolutely magical. We have the Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra playing with us, which I just cannot get over that that's happening. Um, I have a song called Intimate. This song has this big string part at the end that we recorded in New York, and my friends and I actually just recorded it with a violin and a cello, and we just built it up with those two instruments to make it sound like an orchestra so when I was thinking about the Milwaukee show, I was like, oh, man, we got to go big. It'd be so cool to have string players on this. And that's when my team and I thought, you know, what if we had youth string players because of, again, what we're trying to do with Music Lab and all these things. And so we hit up MISO and they were down and that's going to be a really special moment. And we have Be Free and Classic opening who are incredible local musicians. Just to touch on what you said about just like the magical, beautiful aspects of all this. Seeing people sing the music at the shows, you know, understanding what music means to them and, you know, people coming up to me after shows and saying, you know, this song helped me get through a really tough time in my life. Like, all of that is why I love it so much and why I do it. And I really couldn't be more ecstatic about the PAP show. It's it's a dream come true. Like, I've always wanted to do a headlining show at the PAPS. And uh, it's a full circle moment because I first performed at the Paths when I was 13 for something called Showtime at the Apollo that um, they were doing in, in Milwaukee, and then I ended up doing it in New York as well. So now I get to step out on the stage as a artist that I always dreamed of being when I was 13 and do my own headlining show. It's, it's pretty wild. Oh, how special that that's going to be what you call a full circle moment, because I also think... Think of the MISO performers who might be on the Paps Theater stage for the very first time with you. And maybe in the future, they that. come back and have one of these moments. Yeah, I love that. That's, That's a beautiful a point. It is a joy to say Grammy Award winning singer. Can you tell yeah. us about that experience? Yeah, so I won a Grammy for working on Chance the Rapper's album Coloring Book, who ended up winning Best Hip Hop Album of the Year back in 2017. Getting to work on that album with Chance and... Another Midwesterner, too. Yes, yeah, and we worked on most of it in Chicago. You know, I got the opportunity to be around sort of towards the very end of the process, song that I 
worked on and wrote on what ended up being the first song on the project called All We Got, featuring Kanye West. But it was actually one of the last songs that ended up on the project because I was working on my own album with um, Nate Fox and Nico Siegel and Peter Cottontail, who are Chance's producers. They were also working on my album at the time. And Chance walked into the studio while we were working on my project as he was getting close to wrap up his, his album. And he heard this song that I was working on and he asked if he could put it on his album, which is just incredible and, and magical and very just this really serendipitous moment of, you know, at that moment, I didn't realize that that was going to lead me to winning a Grammy and all these doors that were going to open. And I think that's another thing that's so beautiful about music and art and life are these moments where like lightning strikes and you get to be there right at the time that something is about to change your life and you just don't even realize what that's going to be. And so to be a Grammy winning artist allows me to, to be in certain spaces in the music industry that are just really cool. And I'm really grateful for that. And um, yeah, it's cool to see it. I, I actually have like a plaque hanging in my studio and in, in LA and I get to look at it every time I'm working on a new song. And it's really inspiring to know that I got to reach that dream. Well, it's been the summer of Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Ooh. What is your yeah. reaction to their accomplishment and impact this year in particular? Uh, I am so inspired by Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Taylor Swift's business model and just everything that she's done to make her career something that has grown artistically, creatively, and again, in this like business way that's so creative and true to her and to her fans has been really incredible to watch. Um, I was just so impressed to see her doing this eras tour which was focused on these different um, eras of her career and these songs that fans are just so in love with from all these different albums versus you know touring on one album which a lot of artists do and then you know bring in some some goodies this tour was so focused on all her music that means so much to her fans and i just thought that was so smart her show i didn't get to see it but um it just looked magical and incredible and then to time that with the documentary and the movie theater experience of it i just thought was also so smart and cool i also love that she's re-recording a lot of her albums naming them taylor's version because the labels own her masters and so she wanted to create new versions of the songs so that she could own the masters of those which i also just thought was so smart and also takes a lot of work and effort you know to re-record your entire album and, and it's a it. risk. It's the a fans risk, may yeah. not like it as much as that original yes, version. Exactly. You know, they you don't want them to be let down and yeah. say, oh, you know, this is too different or this doesn't capture what I loved about these projects. And I also watched her documentary a few years ago on Netflix. I think it's called Miss Americana. Seeing her journey through that was also just inspiring and, and is inspiring to me because it shows me, you know, as a woman in the industry, you can really fight for yourself and make a, you know, a name for yourself and a business for yourself that is massive. So, yeah, I, I'm very inspired by her, as you can tell. <laughs> I love it. I love your energy and I love that we get to welcome you back to Milwaukee for your concert Thursday night. A magic evening at the Paps Theater and kickoff Milwaukee Theater Week. And what was one of your favorite roles when you were performing at Pius? Throwback. Ooh, I was. Grizabella and Cats. 
Oh. You know, sing <laughs> memories all alone in the moonlight. And so that was a pretty cool role to get to play. And I'm sure a pretty cool costume. Oh, yeah. I think I still have the costume in my parents' closet. My sister, I think, wore it for a Halloween costume <laughs> one year. So <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Grace Weber, thank you so much for your time today. And have a wonderful time at the Paps Theater on Thursday night to kick off Milwaukee Theater Week. Of course. It was great talking to you. Oh, good. Well, I hope to see you Thursday. And tickets are available now for the Milwaukee Theater Week kickoff concert at the website. Visit Milwaukee.org. Milwaukee Theater Week, November 9th through the 19th. And check Visit Milwaukee.org often. Ticket discounts, giveaways, and exclusive events in store at their website. Next on What's on Tap, a preview of To Kill a Mockingbird. The national touring play opens at the Marcus Performing Arts Center tonight. And now, from the WTMJ Breaking News Center, here's Jessica Gatso. Oh, yeah. Thank you for tuning in to my new show, What's on Tap, on WTMJ. You get to experience culture and creativity from Wisconsin and around the world. I am Sandy Max, an arts enthusiast and also host of the Emmy Award-winning Milwaukee PBS series, The Arts Page, for the past 10 seasons. So got to know some people in our local community and seeking out the stories beyond. And Thursday... Milwaukee Theater Week kicks off with a concert by Milwaukee-born musician Grace Weber at the Paps Theater. She chatted with us just a few minutes ago. And Milwaukee Theater Week is going to offer a lot of discounts and deals to tempt you to return to one of your favorite venues or maybe go for the very first time. Good date night excuse or get together with a friend. Tonight is opening night at the Marcus Performing Arts Center of a play based on a beloved book, one you probably had to read in school, To Kill a Mockingbird. When I was a boy... I had, my father gave me one of those air rifles, an air rifle. He said I could shoot all the Blue Jays I want, probably knowing I'd never be able to hit one. But to always remember that it was a sin to kill a mockingbird. A sin, a crime against God. I asked him why. And he said it was because they were innocent. And I became a lawyer. I love what I see when I look at you, Scout. Just some of the play to kill a mockingbird. The book by Harper Lee, it's a classic in English classes. It tells the story of a girl named Scout, and she and her brother Jem try to understand the adult world of their father, Atticus, the attorney who has a very difficult job defending a black man falsely accused of raping a white woman. Tonight, opening night at the Marcus Performing Arts Center, and there are performances this week through Sunday. If you want to revisit the tale, and uh, you might have recognized that voice. Who plays the lead character, Atticus Finch? That was the voice of Richard Thomas, an actor you may remember from his 1970s role. Remember the TV show, The Waltons? He played John Boy on that show, and uh, this is how uh, those TV episodes ended, with the whole family calling out across the house. Everybody quiet down now and get some sleep. Good night, everybody. Good night, Mama. Good night, Ben. Good night, everyone. Good night, Mama. Good night, Daddy. Good night, children. Good night, Daddy. Good night, Elizabeth. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, Jim Bob. What's going on? I was asleep. I can tell you, we hollered uh, goodnight, John Boy, a lot in our house, just as an inside joke. But Richard Thomas also had a role in one of my favorite shows recently, Ozark, on Netflix. He played Wendy Bird's father. It's fun to do a double take when you recognize those people. But Richard Thomas, 
obviously more than just a 1970s uh, trivia question. He is in Milwaukee the next several days on stage, and this is how excited he is about performing as Atticus Finch. Well, I'm not ready to hang it up. <laughs> First of all, I have to tell you, me in this part, I'm like a dog with his dinner. You know, I mean, I've got, I'm standing over the bowl, and nobody's going to come and snatch it away from me right now. I'm like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's mine. I've got it. It's such a great part. It's so beautifully written. And so the sheer joy of playing this part is something I'm not ready to let go of yet. And I really, deep down, feel I'm not ready to stop telling this story. This story still needs to be told. It will probably always need to be told. And while I have been given the privilege and the honor of being able to tell it right now, this time in my life, I'm not, I'm not hanging this costume up for a while. <laughs> I think it's cool that he's really grown into this very established actor. And to hear anybody have that level of passion for storytelling and and being on stage to do that. So get the chance to see Richard Thomas on stage. And if you really think about how impactful To Kill a Mockingbird has been, it's a beloved book, and sometimes it pops up on the banned books list, but it is an iconic literary work. Uh, you know, I work at Milwaukee PBS, and PBS viewers voted To Kill a Mockingbird as the best-loved novel during their Great American Read series uh, back in 2018. So it is impactful. Maybe it's a good excuse to to revisit it or take somebody with you. And this is going to be very well written. The name Aaron Sorkin, you've seen his name in a lot of credits. And at the Academy Awards, just some of the shows he has been involved with. And he's known for like this fast-paced dialogue and kind of the walk and talk storytelling, but you realize I'm going to say these and you're going, Oh, I've watched that. The West Wing, the newsroom, which was really intense with Jeff Daniels, a few good men. He wrote the screenplay, the American president, even Moneyball, which I think is interesting. So he's been involved in a lot of works and is incredibly highly regarded. And you have to be, if you're going to be, uh, uh, ha- having Harper Lee's work in your hands and you want to do it justice so the performances again opening night tonight and uh through november 12th at the marcus performing arts center and another performer in town tonight chatted with vince vitrano you can hear part of his conversation with musician lorena mckinnett next on news radio 620 wtmj welcome back to what's on tap on wtmj Hey there, I'm Sandy Max, and you know I'm a huge, huge music fan, and turns out so is Vince Vetrano of Wisconsin's Morning News, because he got a chance to talk to the woman you hear, whose voice coming through the speakers now. On stage tonight at the Paps Theater will be the eclectic Celtic sounds of musician Lorena McKinnett. She's impressive. She's a composer and a singer, but I also respect that she's a businesswoman. She owns her own independent record label, which, as music has evolved, that's really one of the only ways you can sustain a living in being a creative musician. But Vince Vetrano spoke with Lorena McKinnon, and we find out what's in store tonight at the Pap Theater and why she thinks European heavy metal fans make a point to check her out in concert. Entry into your music was Book of Secrets, Highwayman, okay. Dante's Prayer, Mumber's Dance. I like love them all. Bought the CD. So, what is your set list on this tour? What are we all going to hear? Well, the first set is uh, a collection of pieces from across the catalog, including probably my most recent studio recording, which is called Lost Souls, but we never toured on the United States. And uh, then the second set is we're, we're performing the Visit 
from in complete uh, completely from top to bottom and in order so the, that's how the second set will fall Talking with singer-songwriter Lorena McKennett. She is coming back to Milwaukee for a show at the Paps Theater on November 7th. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate writers and storytellers. What is what is your muse for your writing? There's no question that I have a deep appreciation for what history has to teach us. So through the vehicle, the history of the Celt has offered me an amazing a geographical and historical path to explore and draw inspiration from. But I'm also looking for those connections or those elements of history that may have a very contemporary relevance. How about what you listen to? Do you have a guilty pleasure that something sort of that people wouldn't believe that you listen to? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think the widest that has ever gotten was just having a deep passion for, say, Tom Waits. Um, I, I mean, I'm old enough to go back and appreciate, oh, Peter Gabriel and Dire Straits. And, you know, I do know that there's a number of heavy metal fans, in, particularly in Germany, who come to our concerts. That's interesting. What do you think attracts European metalheads to your music? Uh, I, I'm not sure. It might be this kind of... I mean, early on, there seemed to be some of a connection between a kind of period music, not just Celtic, but this very modal music that, uh, uh, that might be connected to Baroque or Gothic, or I think it comes in a bit through the Gothic romanticism, but they, they do. I mean, I've been interviewed and featured on heavy metal magazines, and it's quite, it's quite interesting. Experience the atmospheric music of Lorena McKinnett yourself tonight. It's great to have her in Milwaukee. Pabst Theater 7.30 is showtime. Got another song for you. The song you need to hear tonight is next, and it's a love letter to Milwaukee. Stay with us on What's on Tap on WTMJ. And now, feast your ears. This is the song you need to hear. Most blogs are going to be playing at 10. These go to 11. And we're walking the walk, talking the talk today. I'm Sandy Max, and in this feature, it's a song I think you should hear. And we just talked with Grace Weber earlier in the show. She will be back in her hometown of Milwaukee Thursday night, performing a concert at the Paps Theater to kick off Milwaukee Theater Week. Because Visit Milwaukee chose Grace because of her hometown pride and the fact that she stays connected and has her own music lab to grow new young talent for free as students. She walks the walk and talks the talk and has even written a love letter song to Milwaukee called 414. And I've had fun watching the music video. It's her and her friends. You see them dancing around in alleys in Bayview. You see them at the Bucks game. You see them also uh, at Leon's. So it's a song that embodies a good vibe. 414, a love letter to Milwaukee. This is Grace Weber. Grace Weber. 
walking arm in arm on 84th Street Who would've thought the city would give us everything Now we got a big ring, living on our big dreams, yeah Every lane, I get deja vu So many times the killer us up in Bayview Think of the songs we used to sing up on the north side Cause you never made me choose When I post you on my socials You would think it's breaking news X's all up in the views Why they watch the switch the views They don't know about them east side vibes Sitting cool and by the lake I let you speak your mind Sometimes talking all it takes But if I'm honest I just like it when you with me I never feel alone with you I'm home like in the city Hometown love is what we're made That is Grace Weber, 414, the song you should hear tonight. She has to sing that Thursday night at the Pabst Theater, right? Go to her show, sing along with her. It's the way to kick off Milwaukee Theater Week, so consider maybe indulging in some culture and creativity of your own. Milwaukee Theater Week is the 9th through the 19th with all sorts of discounts and deals. Visit Milwaukee.org to catch up on that. And catch up on the What's on Tap, the podcast. Share with your friends if you missed our very first episode last week full of Beatles love. You can hear that at WTMJ.com. I'm looking forward to meeting you here again Friday night at 6 o'clock. Our What's on Tap episode is inspired by Veterans Day. Going to have a chat with Milwaukee PBS documentary producer Marianne Lazarski about a documentary that she's recently produced, fresh off the uh, off the production, uh, fresh out of the editing bay, uh, about hallowed home, about the VA historic home that you see as you're driving on I-94 near the ballpark. So we'll learn more with Marianne Lazarski and uh, projects that she's working on at Milwaukee PBS. That is Friday night at 6. I'm Sandy Max. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I look forward to hanging out with you again. Have a great night from all of us here at WTMJ. News is next at 7.